Hey sister, welcome back. It's Ava here and I am so glad to have you joining me on today's episode. Happy Easter! I am coming from an explosive Easter service. Did you go to church today? I really hope you went to church today because that's the whole point of Easter weekend. It's a time that we come together as the body of Christ and, you know, share the word of God, especially in remembrance of the wonderful work and sacrifice that he made for us. Today, we are going to be discussing the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yesterday, we did an analysis of the betrayal of Jesus and the episode title is Jesus is Betrayed. So if you haven't listened to that, please go ahead and listen to that podcast. It's just before this episode. You will learn a lot. Today, you know, we're mainly focusing on the whole process to the cross and the death of Jesus Christ. It might be emotional. It might not be for some, but trust me, you're going to learn a lot and it will help you develop your Christian faith. So if you're, you know, um, busy in the gym or anywhere, I recommend that you listen to this a little bit later because I want you to open your Bibles because this is a Bible study. So we're going to be studying together. We're going to be studying the whole of Matthew 27 and I'll need you to open your Bibles. And if you relax, that's fine. Go ahead, open your Bible to Matthew 27. And I recommend that you um, download, if you don't already have, the multi-version Bible. You can find it um, very easily. It has, It is red. It, the icon is red and white with a white cross. So you'll be able to find it. Um, It has six versions, the Amplified King James Version, Message Bible, NIV, NLT, and New King James Version. And during this study, we're going to be, you know, randomly opening each one of these to be able to have a deeper understanding of this story. So if you don't already have this please go ahead and download the multi-version bible not only for this bible study but you just need it in your personal bible study i highly highly recommend this and it's also for free yes so just go ahead sit down relax personally i am literally sitting down and i have yesterday i had water today i have a glass of hot chocolate and i have some cupcakes which i might not eat because i'm going to be talking the whole time and yes i'm very comfortable so go ahead get comfortable get ready with your bibles with your notes and let's get started Okay, let's go ahead and start. So I am reading from the Message Bible, though we're going to be interchanging with the other translations, but please don't judge your sister. I love the Message Translation. I love it. It's dramatic. It makes reading the Bible worthwhile. Um, 
the message bible adds the drama it has a dramatic effect so when you're reading a story or a text it just makes you feel like you're actually there and also i in my opinion it is more elaborate so let's go ahead and start so verse 1 from Matthew 27 In the first light of dawn so this was after um Jesus Christ had been handed over to the chief priests and he was now at the high priest's palace and this was exactly after Peter had denied Jesus Christ thrice before the cock crowed once So we're continuing from there. This is just a new chapter. So verse 1. In the first light of dawn, all the high priests and religious leaders met and put the finishing touches on their plot to kill Jesus. Then they tied him up and paraded him to Pilate the governor. Judas, the one who betrayed him, realized that Jesus was doomed overcome with remorse he gave back the 30 silver coins to the high priests saying i have sinned i've betrayed an innocent man and they said what do we care that's your problem judas threw the silver coins into the temple and left then he went out and hung himself. So let's pause a little bit. We just learned that Judas committed suicide. And I remember thinking when I was meditating on the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Um I believe that obviously it wasn't possible because Judas the devil had really um taken a hold of Judas. But in a different life, if Judas was to repent and waited for Jesus Christ to um you know to die and then resurrect, I am very sure that his life would have had a different outcome. And the reason why I say this is even though Peter Peter denied Jesus but we'll learn later when we study um the resurrection of Jesus Jesus when he resurrected when he came back to life he looked for Peter he totally forgot that Peter denied him he did not hold it against his disciples that they abad- abandoned him and i am very sure that if Judas had just held a little longer which was obviously impossible but if he had i'm very sure that Jesus Christ was going to forgive him and his life would have had a different outcome and on a side note if you're listening to this and you're struggling with some form of depression you're struggling with hopelessness you're struggling with guilt you feel doomed you feel you have sinned and you feel maybe the only way is to end it all that's not the way that's not the way thank god for easter because we're going to learn all that jesus christ went through for you 
you can be forgiven you have been forgiven and there is hope so do not tolerate those thoughts to take your life do not tolerate those thoughts to end it all even if maybe it's not your life but it's a business or a marriage or a friendship that you really know that God is in it or even a relationship or a project that you know that God spoke to you about and you're at the brink of giving up and ending it all don't do it just hang on a little longer because listen Judas um committed suicide and two days later Jesus Christ had risen back to life and at that time if he had just held on even two days longer he would have received salvation so don't give up just hold on a little longer let's continue the high priests picked up the silver pieces but then didn't know what to do with them so they said it wouldn't be right it wouldn't be right to give this a payment for a murder as an offering to the temple so they had picked up um the silver coins that Judas left and they were now saying that it won't be right to use this payment as an offering in the temple in verse 7 let's continue um they decided to get rid of it by buying the potter's field and use it as a burial place for the homeless that's how the field got called murder meadow a name that has stuck to this day the jeremiah's word then jeremiah's words became history which he said they took the 30 silver pieces the price of the one priced by some sons of Israel and they purchased the potter's field and so they unwittingly followed the divine instruction to the letter so here the bible is telling us that when judas um left the 30 pieces of silver the high priest took those pieces and they bought a land as a burial place for the homeless and it was a fulfillment of scripture of the words that Jeremiah had once said. So let's continue. We're continuing from verse 11. Jesus was placed before the governor who questioned him, "Are you the king of the Jews?" Jesus said, "If you say so." But then the accusations rained down hot and heavy from the high priests and the religious leaders. He said nothing. Pilate asked him, "Do you hear that long list of accusations? Aren't you going to say something?" Jesus kept silence, not a word from his mouth. The governor was impressed, really impressed. And yesterday we was we um came to the conclusion that Jesus Christ was silent. He didn't defend himself. why because he wanted to die he was that willing that he didn't even bother to defend himself so let's continue verse 
It was an old custom during the feast for the governor to pardon a single prisoner named by the crowd. At the time, they had the infamous Jesus Barabbas in prison. With the crowd before him, Pilate said, Which prisoner do you want me to pardon? Jesus Barabbas or Jesus... Okay, Barabbas... Okay, let me see what's happening here. Uh Uh-oh. There was an error with the message Bible because it was saying Jesus Barabbas. So let's take that again from verse 16. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when the, I'm reading from NIV. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? He knew it was through sheer spite that they had turned Jesus over to him. This is verse 18, and I want us to read it from ver- from the Amplified Version. It says, For he knew, Pilate knew, that it was because of envy that they had handed him over to him. So Pilate knew, Pilate the governor knew that the high priests and the chief priests handed over Jesus to him because of envy. You see why we shouldn't envy? You see why we shouldn't tolerate thoughts of envy, feelings of envy, conversations of envy. And this reminds me of our meditation scripture for this week, which is Hebrews 13 verse 5. And the Lord in that scripture tells us that let not your conversations be with covetousness. That is enviousness. Jesus doesn't want us to be envious because you see... Envy and witchcraft are brother and sister. They're not even cousins. They're friends. They're brother and sister. They're siblings, actually. Envy can lead people to murder, to sin. The fruit of envy is sin. So we should always um, be careful not to tolerate envy. So let's continue. Matthew 27 verse 19. While court was still in session, Pilate's wife sent him a message and said, Don't get mixed up in judging this noble man. I've just been through a long and troubled night because of a dream about him. You see why it's important to be a virtuous woman? And if by any chance there are any Guys or brothers listening to this, you see why it's important to marry a virtuous woman. I believe that Pilate's wife was a virtuous woman because he told she told her husband that don't get involved, have nothing to do with this just and upright man because she had had a dream about him. So she warned her husband. Let's continue. Verse 20. Meanwhile, the high priests and religious leaders had talked the crowd into asking for the pardon of Barabbas and the execution of Jesus. So the high priests and religious leaders 
were instigating and encouraging, spitefully encouraging the crowd to ask for the pardon of a thief by the execution of a just man who was Jesus. Let's continue. Verse 21. The governor asked, Which of the two do you want me to pardon? They said, Barabbas. Then what do I do with Jesus, the so-called Christ? They all shouted, Nail him to a cross. He objected, But for what crime? But they yelled all the louder, Nail him to the cross. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere and that a riot was imminent, he took a basin of water and washed his hands in full sight of the crowd, saying, I am washing my hands of responsibility for this man's death. For now on, it's your hands, your judge and jury. The crowd answered, We will take the blame, we and our children, after us. So here Pilate was asking the crowd, who should we kill? Who who should we pardon? Because there was a law that the governor could pardon one prisoner um, a month. So the high priest had already convinced the crowd to say, pardon Barabbas. So the crowd did that. And they said, what about Jesus? Then the crowd said, nail him to the cross. Pilate said, for what reason? Because Pilate knew that Jesus Christ was a just and upright man. But the crowd continued insisting, saying that, nail him to the cross. So Pilate washed his hands and said, I will not take responsibility for the blood of this man. But the crowd was saying, yes, we and our generations, our children after us, would take the blame what strong words what strong words verse 26 then he pardoned barabbas but he had jesus whipped and then handed over for crucifixion the soldiers assigned to the governor took jesus into the governor's palace and got the entire brigade together for some fun they stripped him and dressed him in a red toga. I want us to read from the Amplified what a red toga is. Let's read verse 28 from the Amplified. It says, And they stripped off his clothes and put a scarlet robe, which is a garment of dignity and office worn by Roman officers of rank upon him. So they did that to mock Jesus. Verse 29, they plaited a crown from branches of a thorn bush and set it on his head. They put a stick on his right hand for a scepter. Then they knelt before him in mocking reverence. Bravo, king of Jews, they said, bravo. Then they spit on him and hit him on the head with the stick when they had had their fun they took off the toga and put his own clothes back on him then they proceeded out to the crucifixion so this is while jesus was still 
at the governor's palace. They were mocking him. Mocking our Lord, mocking our Savior, saying, you claim to be king of Jews, well, here's a garment, wear this. They made a crown of thorns, put on his head. They spit on him. They took a stick and they bit him. And they took him out for crucifixion. Verse 32. Along the way they came on a man of Cyrene named Simon and made him to carry Jesus' cross. And I believe this was because the cross was so heavy. And at this time they had harassed Jesus and he could not carry it at this point. Um, Verse 32. Along the way they came on a man from Cyrene. Okay, verse 33. Arriving at at Golgotha, the place they call Skull Hill, they offered him a mild painkiller, a mixture of wine and mirror. But when he tasted it, he wouldn't drink it. After they had finished nailing him to the cross and were waiting for him to die, they whiled away the time by throwing dice for his clothes. Above his head, they had posted the criminal charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Along with him, they also crucified two criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. People passing along the road jeered, shaking their heads in mocking lament. And they were saying, You bragged that you could tear down the temple and then rebuild it in three days. So show us your stuff. Save yourself. If you're really God's son, come down from that cross. The high priests, along with the religion, scholars and leaders, were right there mixing it up with the rest of them, having a great time poking fun at him. And they were saying, he saved others. He can't even save himself. King of Israel is he. Then let him get down from that cross. We'll all become believers then. He was so sure of God. Well, let him rescue his son. Now if he wants him. He did claim to be God's son, didn't he? Even the two criminals next to him joined in the mockery. From noon to three, the whole earth was dark. Around mid-afternoon, Jesus groaned out of the depths, crying loudly, Eli, Eli, lama sabakatani, which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some bystanders some bystanders who heard him said, He is calling for Elijah. One of them ran and got a sponge soaking his sour wine, soaking in sour wine, and lifted it on a stick so he could drink. The others joked, 
don't be such in such a hurry. Let's see if Elijah comes and saves him. But Jesus again cried out loudly, breathed his last, and gave up the ghost. Okay, so it just says breathed his last, but we understand this is when he gave up the ghost. This is when he died. Verse 50. At that moment, the temple curtain was ripped in two. Top to bottom, there was an earthquake and rocks were split in pieces. It's so profound how the first thing that happened when Jesus Christ died was the temple curtain that was ripped in two, top to bottom. Meaning now, we don't need to go through anyone else to get to Jesus. Meaning now, we can have first-hand encounter. Meaning now, all of us could now have access to the Holy of Holies. All of us now could have access to the throne of grace because Jesus Christ had had died. Verse 51. What's more, tombs were opened and many bodies of believers asleep in their graves were raised. Hallelujah. After Jesus' resurrection, they left the tombs, entered the holy city and appeared to many, which is what will happen on the rapture. You know, those that the believers who um, died, which in the Bible says who are sleeping, they will arise and will all be caught up together with Christ in the air during the rapture. It's amazing. So if you have a loved one who passed on, and was a believer, you're guaranteed that at the rapture, we'll all see them. Verse 53, the captain of the guard and those with him, when they saw the earthquake and everything else that was happening, they were scared to death. They said, this has to be the son of God. There were also quite a few women watching from a distance, women who had followed Jesus from Galilee in order to serve him. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the Zebedee brothers. Late in the afternoon, a wealthy man from Arimathea, a disciple of Jesus, arrived. His name was Joseph. No wonder he was wealthy. He went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate granted his request because he was rich and influential. You see, this is why it's important for us to be rich, powerful, and influential. I'm rich, I'm powerful, I'm influential. Just say that I'm rich, I'm powerful, I'm influential. So that we can find favor in the eyes of rulers in order for us to ensure that the perfect will of God for the church is established. So we're not only becoming wealthy for us to have private jets but it's for the sake of the kingdom joseph took the body verse 58 joseph took the body and wrapped it in clean linens bless him but it in his own 
put it in his in his own tomb and a new a new tomb only recently cut into the rock and rolled a large stone across the entrance then he went off but mary magdalene and the other mary stayed sitting in plain view of the tomb after sundown the high priests and pharisees arranged a meeting with pilate they said sir we just remembered that that liar announced while he was still alive after 3 days i'll be raised we've got to get that tomb sealed until the third day there's a good chance his disciples will come and steal the corpse and then go around saying he's risen from the dead then we'll be worse off than before the final deceit surpassing the first pilot told them you will have a god go ahead and secure it the best you can this is how you see that the high priests were envious of jesus i know that they believed him if they did not believe that jesus christ would raise would would rise from the dead they wouldn't have requested pilot to have a god god the tomb so in verse 65 reads so they went out and secured the tomb stealing the stone and posting guards so they went and made the the tomb secure and putting a seal on the stone this is quite interesting what were they afraid of they knew they knew the power that Jesus had and they were just envious so i read this um verse for us to remember what Jesus Christ went through for our sake we read how he was humiliated at pilate the governor's palace how he was harassed spat at he was slapped he was mocked he was given vinegar to drink they said all sorts of things mocking him they nailed him to the cross and he died jesus christ died and they sealed the tomb where he was buried so we'll find out tomorrow what happened next and tomorrow will be um Easter Sunday okay i'm recording this on a friday but um we'll do the next episode which will be about the resurrection of Jesus Christ and we'll also find out what happened when he died and this is this is quite amazing you know we shouldn't always just cry and say oh you know he died we can do that yesterday i was emotional when i was reading about his betrayal but this calls for celebration this calls for praise praising jesus praising the lord 
who else can go through this for sinners for strangers for people who are not even in his bloodline who else can sacrifice his life can go through the pain can die for you not to know death for you not to know sickness for you to live a life of righteousness for you to have access to the holy of holies now we have the holy spirit now we can enter the holy of holies now we can enter his presence because of one man who decided to take a stand and who decided to sacrifice his life for us this wasn't a mere man this was god the son of man god in flesh he came he died and we'll find out tomorrow what happened next let us pray father in the name of jesus christ oh lord i feel your presence now i know that you hear us when we pray you're with us now and to everyone who's listening this podcast i know you're with them whether they're in the kitchen their bedrooms their dining in a library in a study hall you're with them there thank you father for this great sacrifice thank you lord jesus for shedding your blood for us to be saved thank you lord jesus for your presence thank you lord jesus for dying for us that we may be saved And for that cause Lord we received salvation and that which you have given us will not lose it until we rapture and until we see you and Lord I declare for all of us listening that we will win more souls we will share your gospel we will preach it to all the ends of the world will preach of how you sacrificed your life how you died how you were handed over into the hands of the enemy for our sake you bought this whole world you bought this whole world so this whole world belongs to you all mankind all races all ethnicities all nations all territories all resources in this world belong to you Jesus Christ because you died not just as man but as god you died for us you came in the flesh you died we are grateful lord we are grateful i am grateful lord thank you for the gift of salvation thank you now we're here celebrating easter thousands of years later still remembering your wonderful work and lord i declare i pray and i make my request for everyone tuned in now that none of us will miss the rapture as we prepare for your second coming as we prepare for the rapture thank you for your acquaintance thank you for your fellowship thank you for teaching us lord we love you and we glorify your holy name in Jesus name amen wow that was beautiful 
so um i don't have much to say as we round up i am just i just feel the presence of the lord and i just want to praise and worship and pray so you go ahead and do that as well remember the lord loves you he did this for you tomorrow we will be celebrating that jesus christ died and he rose he didn't just die he came back to life nobody else raised him he raised himself from the dead i love you guys see you tomorrow on my next episode god bless you